Greetings, subjects, and welcome back to another episode of All Rise Fall with Fool's Folly. He's Connor Maud. He's Darren Hill. And we are back with another candidate in the hot seat making their bid for power. Connor, who's our guest this week? This week, Darren, vying for the people's hearts and minds is none other than Ethan Jointson. Ethan's a multi-instrumentalist, a talented music writer, and also, Darren, excitingly... He's only bloody Fool's Follies music music boy, isn't he? He's he our music is, man. He's our music man. He's, he's our music, the man. music man. And of he course, since listening to series the two, the music that's been getting better, that is all thanks to Ethan. So <laughs> if you like the music, if you like what if you like what you hear, go ahead and uh, and check out Ethan and check out the rest of his his other project, his other music projects uh, that he is like working on. All the stuff in the podcast that's not us talking. <laughs> go find Ethan right now. That's right. But, oh, Darren, yes. we're still doing this bit in season two, and that, I think, is a knock at the door. So let's let Ethan into the interview room. Ethan, come on down. All rise for Ethan Johnson. eclectic-eared uh, listeners might have heard, because of how beautifully it was obviously played on the kazoo there, Ethan, your, your, that's your chosen national anthem. Your national anthem is Home Sweet Home by The Motley Crew. Talk to us a little bit about why that song. Firstly, I love The Crew, you know, good bit of 80s hair metal, whatever you want to call it, just good shit. But I want to remind myself of home when I'm in power. I maybe when I don't be I don't want to be deluded. I want to remind myself of where I come from. I want to be grounded in reality. So is it quite like a nostalgic song for you then, in a way? Does it does it is it sort of one of those ones when you go away? Is it one of those things that you listen to to sort of remind you of home? I mean, yeah, I'd say that. I mean, it does bring out some emotions. You know, it's a very personal song. What emotions does it bring out for you, Ethan? Joy, sadness, depression, anger, rage, anything a ruler like would require. So just the whole spectrum, really. This is it. We want a, a whole range of emotions. <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm sure that you know, being uh, if you if you're lucky enough to become the ruler, uh, then you'll uh, then you'll experience many many different emotions uh, <laughs> while you're while you're in charge. Have you always been a big fan of Motley Crue? Oh yes, we love the crew. We love them. Um, how do you see the, your national anthem being played, though? What are we doing? What are we doing when your national anthem's played, Ethan? I thought about this, and I'm kind of torn between two options. Firstly, I would like a really cover, like just like the original, played in a whole sort of like nice ballad, sort of you know rock ballad, played out in like a, an arena stadium, you know that sort of sound. Mm. But at the same time, I'm open to alternate like views on it. Maybe more of a. Have you ever heard any of those? Like I think it's like the Vitamin or Vitamin String Quartet, where they do like those sort of. Oh, what's the fucking word for it? They, they, they sort cover. of yeah. They like they cover sort of like like classic rock tracks, don't they? Yeah, but in a yeah. very classical sense of like classical instruments. So. I would be open to that, I guess, as well, because I mean, it'll be very melancholic, I guess. So is that? But is there, in terms of us as the people, when we hear that national anthem again? I always ask this question: Is it hand on heart, still and sombre? Is it about sort of just rousing that sense of nostalgia that you were talking about earlier, or is it? Just, or, or is there about just sort of motley crew and eventually just being like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, is it that sort of that that concert energy? I'm gonna say fifty-fifty of nostalgia and concert energy. I think 
I want to share my passion and I want to be grounded in reality and I want a sense of looking back, I am at home. So I want to remember. But of course, Ethan, no ruler is fit without their title. We would like to know what you, Ethan, would like your title to be. I shall be known as He Who Remains. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Well, I don't know where the inspiration came from, but mm. it just happened to come. What's? Mind. Oh, sorry, sorry, so sorry, guys. Someone's just come under my uh, come on my door. Oh, it's a cease and desist <laughs> from Kevin Feige. Okay. Brilliant. Well. And end of episode. Five yeah, minutes in. So. Okay, go on, go on, Ethan. So he who remains, come on, talk, come and talk to us. Talk to us. I'm, there'll be plenty of people in the audience who. Um, who are aware of this reference, so... So, I have decided to base my ruler energy, my persona, the, the charismatic Kang the Conqueror, or a variant. And this variant I've decided to choose will be he who remains, the person responsible for the sacred timeline, and that is who I shall be. <laughs> when you're saying you're going to be in charge of the sacred timeline, are you going to be treating England like your own little chessboard, much like that character does in... In that show. Oh, 100%. For those who don't know, I, sh- I guess we should explain a little bit. Um, he remains, it's a reference to the, the recent Loki series. Uh, and basically this character, he who remains, pops up and uh, is basically the mastermind between behind tons of stuff that has happened within the Marvel Universe. So are you seeing the country as your little chessboard where you're yes. going to be the, the, the player of the pieces? I'm going to orchestrate the perfect England, the perfect country. Okay, so what, 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 what do you envision happening in your little utopia then? Yeah. So what's what's perfection? What's to a perfect you? England? Come on. I mean, I want people to have the illusion of control in their lives without even knowing the consequences of what I've chosen. It's the best ability because I'm in control and they don't even realise it. They have the illusion of free will. They've made their sacrifices, and I've chosen what sacrifices they get to make. It's it's a hush hush, but it's a win win. So you're very much treating your reign like the what people think the current Illuminati are. And do you, so. Uh, the, this begs the question. Do people know you're in charge? Technically, since I will be he who remains the ruler, I I am going to, you know, make some choices and I will choose to be known as in charge. But so you're 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 playing. Is it sort of that hiding in plain sight type mentality? Like, no, I'm the ruler. I'm I'm the ruler. But you're you know, you're just all my subjects. I'm just here to rule you. I'm not I'm not secretly manipulating you behind the scenes. Exactly. It's It's like you know, a charade or something. I am just here to be, you know, same here. I'm doing ruling. We're, all, we're a team here. We're all in the country together. We're doing great. And I've orchestrated everything and no one knows about it. Are you then, when you take up the position, are you still a human man or are you envisioning <laughs> that you become a superpowered being? I'm still a human man that just has the technology. We have the technology. He who remains... Where is your official royal residency going to be? Um, it's going to be in a random house share in Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking laughed at that before you even finished saying it. That's what I like. I, I realised what I was saying. I was so dedicated to the cause, but yeah, I, I, I'm a realist here. You know, I want to be one of the people. You when know, you say, like, wink, hold wink. on, Ethan, because obviously we've introduced... Yeah, yeah, but also we've introduced you. We, we know that you're all you're part of False Folly, so it's no secret to anyone listening that we all know each other fairly well. When yes. you say a flat share in Brighton, are you just planning for going to uni and you're just <laughs> taking this whole thing very seriously? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> A 
That's a firm no. So why? Firm. Is, so it's a firm it's a no. Firm, it's a solid. It's a firm no. Which part of Brighton are we talking? Sort of, you know, Central Brighton. Are we talking those lanes areas? Whereabouts? Yeah, Brighton? we're, we're going to go Central. No, yeah. no, that's not the follow-up. That's not the follow-up. The follow-up is why do you want a house share? You're in charge of the entire country. Yeah, that absolutely. Yeah, is. yeah. yeah. I'm not which part of Brighton. Pe- we'll get to that. I understand. In my, in what my do you perfe- mean you're a fucking realist? In my perfectly orchestrated reality of my sacred timeline, I want people to think, "Wow, Ethan's so cool. He's chosen to live in a house share. He's one of the people. He's, you know, he's there." So this again, this does this does beg the question. And forgive forgive me and Darren if we if you feel like we're railroading you into a certain answer here. It does make me think that you as the ruler, he who remains is almost this omniscient, omnipresent being, right? And that's the person who is in charge. But then there's also Ethan Joynson, who is the, who is the person who lives in the house yet. They are one in the same, but I think... Do you know what I mean? Are you, are you the face of England, or is this omnipresent, omniscient being who may or may not be you? That's a good question. I mean, I am going to be the face... But I've orchestrated that face, so. So yeah, so the face. So when you say you are the face, is it you? It's your face. People recognise you. So your flatmates, will also know that you are. Oh, yeah, I've, face. I, I've got to you ask. I've got to ask. Do you actually have flatmates, or are they just? I live in a house share, and they're they're con- constructs as well. Technically, they would be housemates. Would they be housemates specifically chosen for the sacred timeline? Yes. Oh yes. So. How many flatmates would you like, Ethan? Let's go for three. So there's four in total, including me. Okay. If you had to have your dream flat share, oh, who would you? Who would your three? Who would your three flatmates be? Oh, we're gonna annoy some people. We're gonna annoy some people. <laughs> Why? Do you, do you want a load of EDL members or something? What do you, what do you mean you're gonna annoy loads of people? Right. So I've got you know for, for the drama for the consequence I can only pick one member in this current party between uh, Connor Moore. Oh, I, was and assume, Hill. I was assuming that you wouldn't pick anyone that you knew. Yeah, we 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 assume. Yeah, is this this is your dream? Yeah, this is I, this is. And I understand Kano, are you saying you can't be part of my power, dream? But also there. Well, it, no, oh, no. I'm also aware. I know that you that's can only an R moment. I'm aware that there are politics involved now, and <laughs> two of us are here. Yeah. So this is very so, finely tuned politics, Ethan. Choose wisely. Just, because, yeah, you might be in control, but I have control of the Zoom meeting, so I would <laughs> It's going to have to be Connor as number one. Connor is the first person in the house, yeah. I'm hovering over You've been opposing me. I got an R from Connor. I've got the whole sort of R from Connor. I was like, well, there we go. Number two. Yep, go on. Number two. We are going to have Paul Banks. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Who? We're going to have Paul Banks from the rock band Interpol. <laughs> Who's Paul Banks? Because that'll be a laugh, right? Ooh. And Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Person yeah. number three. Sure, the, screw it. Let's have Nikki Six. Well, not because I'm person number four. Okay. So we're gonna have Nikki Six from Motley Crue. No, no, you get four. You get four, oh, of course. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. You're yeah, even being be, humble in how many people you're allowed to pick. <laughs> couldn't couldn't quite splash for a five-person house yet. No. <laughs> uh, so who? So who was your lot? So it was me, me, Nikki Six, and Simon Paul was, Banks. Who did you say? Paul Banks. Paul Banks. Sorry, not, not Simon. Paul Banks, okay. Okay, that's quite a good lineup. So, yeah, to bring it back to Connor's previous question, though, what part of Brighton? Uh, Central Brighton, right by all the pubs. Oh, we are splashing. Okay, that, now that is splashing out, and I'm glad you've been yeah, realistic. Okay, because right, yeah. you are going to need multiple housemates to keep that financially going. Okay. Yeah, maybe that is just the reason. Maybe actually, even if the Queen moved to Brighton, it's Central Brighton, she'd be a bit sort of, you know, strapped for a cash. 
uh, in uh, currently. Oh, certainly now. She's definitely not moving to Brighton after we kick her Is that out, why anyway. the family's so big? Because she's got to maintain property in London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is, yeah. God, it's so expensive. Central so, London. Fuck, yeah. Oh, All these bedrooms. God, I've just been hit by so the bedroom tax. There's now one more spare. Christ. <laughs> what will we ever do? Someone have a kid. Once you become he who remains, if indeed that is the case that you do, you will get a coronation. But it's fashion show time. What are you oh, wearing yes. to your coronation? Uh, I'm just going to be really basic and go for like just a really basic, grungy, generic look. You know, Converse's worn out jeans and a band shirt. You know, nice. keep it very subtle down. You know, I love my bands. You know, just Ethan, simple. this doesn't feel too far removed from the life you currently lead. <laughs> I want to be comfortable in power. Which is either saying one or two things. Oh, well, well, that, that's it, right? So I was going to say, this either means you are leading the life that you ultimately want and it's perfect for you, in which case, bravo. Bravo. Or, flip side, you're already in charge, and this is a weird fucked up meta thing where we've got you <laughs> and you are just pulling those little strings again, hiding in plain sight. <laughs> Shit, the Where are you recording broken. from, Ethan? Fuck. Where are you recording from? Nowhere. I mean, is it somewhere? But nowhere, you know. Is it? A, is it a four-bedroom house in Brighton by any chance? So is that what you're going to wear? And that and that's that's for the whole day. You just want to be comfortable. Uh, and they get any particular band T-shirt. I guess probably Motley Crue, right? Um, it would make sense. I'm probably. You don't want to have them as your national anthem and rock out in, walk up in something else. They might be a little bit reluctant to sort of put their best foot forward. Screw it. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to have a Motley Crue shirt. You know. Let's do that. Let's, let's, let's oppose the grunge and still wear a Motley Crue shirt. It works. Mm. I, was gonna say, but I don't also, care. But also, Ethan, don't be pigeonholed into that because you're in charge. Motley Crue will fucking sing the national anthem if you want them to. <laughs> you're, it's you in charge. And of course, being in charge comes with many, many responsibilities, Ethan. Uh, and we will be reactivating all of the ancient powers that the royals once had. Wow. So our question is, what is the first law you'd pass? Oh, the first law... I would pass. I'm gonna keep it basic. I, 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 you know, all of Europe, most, a lot of places in Europe have the drinking age at 16. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna change it to the drinking age can be a 16. Again, you've you've put yourself in charge of everyone's futures, and so far, all you want to do is live in Brighton, wear Converse, and drink. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you want to, now, now you want to get drunk with teenagers. This, what's going on? <laughs> so why? Because we, we, we've, we've never... I'm surprised, actually. This almost came up in the very first episode of Series yeah. 1. Why 16? Because in some countries, the France is the Italy's of this world, kind of from, a, from an age where you can hold a glass, you're allowed kind of a, a glass of wine with dinner. Or is it sort of part of that sort of British culture? You, you know if people are getting pissed up. Because we're British, we always just go a bit too hard, and no one wants a bunch of scrappy year sevens. Oh god! I think as you say, it's that point of having grown up in that culture. So having you know been abroad, you know been to places where that is the case. I think it's beneficial. You know, start from an earlier age, not too much earlier, but enough that you know you grow a bit of a tolerance. So you're not becoming some pikey Pete or some arsehole that's you know renegade in the streets thinking he's fucking number one do you so i i'll pose a, a philosophical question to both of you then lads do you think because the drinking age is higher here and there is such a weird stigma with alcohol in this country 
Do you think that is why we have such a bad relationship with booze as a country? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I suppose even just lowering we, it a little bit. We've got this, we've got this, you know, because theoretically, legally in this country, you can drink from the age of five. You've just got to do it in your own home. We've got such a stupid attitude with booze, mm. which is that it's seen as this thing that we have to do to get, get us into this stupid mood in order to have a good time. Whereas, you know, in other countries, it's just it's just a compliment with dinner and and that's that that's whole part of it so they've got a much more mature attitude to it so therefore there isn't such a fucking problem with it generally also you're going to lower the drinking age ethan is it going to be compulsory to drink from the age of 16 as well no i'll, I'll, I'll let people off they could they don't have to drink if they don't want to but that's the choice there are i'm not sure there's a 16 year old alive or you know alive or yet to be 16 who if the drinking age was 16 they wouldn't be like yep 60th birthday, I'm getting pissed. <laughs> that's absolutely what it would be. I know that's how I was. As soon as I hit 18, I had a hangover for like four days. And it, it oh. just, uh, and again, it comes down to that weird, bad, poor relationship with booze. Little behind the scenes secret. My birthday, everyone, is New Year's Eve. Oh, it's dangerous, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of a party, isn't it? I so, remember the first know. time I, I think I properly drunk alcohol with mates and you were there, Connor. I was very scared of alcohol, Ethan. So I had two bottles of Bulmer cider and then I put myself in the recovery position just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're all right to laugh. You're all right to laugh because it was fucking pathetic. Oh, that is so funny. Because just been told the stories have been like, no, don't, do, you'll choke on your own vomit. And I was like, well, I've had two I mean, drinks. I've got to lie like this just in case. I don't know what's going to happen. Even I remember the first conscious. time I got pissed was in my bedroom on Tesco Smart Price Cider. I, I, I lived nice. a life of pure luxury. Yes. Oh, wow. I, 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 I was watching Glastonbury. I was having a good time. Oh, okay. Fair enough. How old were you? 16. Yeah, right. the, of course he was 16. Yeah. That's why he wants to lower the drinking age to 16. <laughs> he just wants everyone else to have his same experience. He was sat there feeling like this should be legal. I'd be having okay. much more fun if this I was I had legal. barely any money, so Tesco Smart Price Cider, it was there for me. It was not good, but it was there. Now then, maybe we've had a little bit of a hint and, and a feel of this already, though, Ethan. Uh, and perhaps perhaps Motley Crue will rear their heads again with this next question. But eventually, after 10 years, you will have your first Jubilee. And I'm so excited. How would you like to mark your Jubilee? <laughs> Funny thing. I'm going to do a massive fuck-off concert. Way! Nice. We haven't had a concert for a while. Okay. No, Who's your we haven't. Who's your lineup? What are you having? This is the hard thing because at the point of when I have my first Jubilee, Motley Crue not, might not be around anymore. They might not be doing any, you know, they've already done their last gig theoretically, anyways. So maybe a very good Motley Crue cover band. But if I may stop you here, Remains, if you want to activate um, Winton's Law, <laughs> the, of, Winton's the Winton's Law of necromancy, you absolutely can. You can have whoever you want. You can have Motley Crue plus Dale Winton for the ultimate dream <laughs> band if you really right, want. Screw it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do the Winton's Law. Oh, we're gonna have Motley Crue. We're gonna have Nirvana. Uh, we are gonna have you know. Let's have Hendrix as well. Let's have Interpol, the Smashing Pumpkins with Darcy Retsky as well. Yeah. Uh, now, like a beach house to house. really get down into the law. When we bring them back, are we restoring them to their? their prime glory or are they coming back as they left us 
Prime Glory. Thank Christ. Okay. Yeah. I thought Kurt Cobain was going to come back with half of his head missing. <laughs> Define oh, physics. Oh, sorry, sorry, lads. Sorry, sorry, Connor. Sorry, I've just got another thing through my door. That's another cease and desist. Oh, this one's from Courtney Love, so it doesn't matter. Hey. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, fantastic. So, so that's a real sort of smorgasbord of, uh, of music throughout sort of different decades. And obviously in your intro, we, we introduced you as, you know, an intru- uh, excuse me, an instrumentalist, a musician, writer of, of, of music, and of course the music, uh, all the music you do for us as well. You really get a sense of like, you really are a big, big fan of music then, aren't you? Yeah, it's my passion. I love it to pieces. I'm addicted, I'm hooked, and I can't separate from it, even if I tried. Hanover, Ethan, now what I would like you to do, you get to create your dream band. So you are allowed a lead singer, a lead guitarist, a bassist, a drummer, and as an added bonus, if you would like one, you can either you can have a wild card, or a you know if you want a pianist or some sort of other an an, an extra guitarist, whatever you want, but you've got to allow a wild card. Right, we're gonna have Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins as the guitarist. We're gonna have uh, Kurt Cobain as the vocalist. Yes, and he can also do a bit of guitar as well. We're gonna have Dave Grohl on drums. And then, as the bassist, we'll go Darcy Retsky from the Smashing Pumpkins as well. Very good. It's, very it's good. a grunge super group. Now, Connor, can you create your super band? And then I will give you mine, and then we can put them all out on social media and see who put it out. Oh, who okay. I'm not great with... The problem is, I'm not great with bands. I don't listen to it. I, I, okay, I'll tell you what. I'm having lead singer. I'm having uh, Frank Carter from Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Nice. Guitar, I'm having uh, Larry Pink from Slaves. Drums. Who am I having for drums? Oh, Anderson Pack on drums. That's a banger. Uh, bass, bass. A blue to tiger. I'm having on bass. Um, and oh, that's my four. When Ethan didn't do wild card, so that's my four. What's yours? Lead guitarist. We are going mm-hmm. G- prime Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. Bass guitarist as a double header. I'm also going John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. So I'm having two two Led Zepp fixtures in. Bang on drums. Is my man? It's Phil Fucking Collins. Oh yes. yeah, it's very Phil good. Fucking very Collins good choice on drums. And oh, then nice. lead singer. I am reactivating Winton's Law. It's Freddie Fucking Mercury yeah. on vocals. That's my dream band. That's very gonna nice, be a nice. power group. That's it's gonna yeah, be absolutely will. Okay, well, everyone, if you head over to our social medias on uh, on the weekend of this episode's release, we'll have all of those in a poll, and you can go ahead and vote for which band is best. Ethan, what's your band name? What's it called? What are they called? Uh, go on, Darren. You sound like you have one. You go. Uh, no, I didn't. I was kind of hoping you would. Mm. Uh, then uh, we, I will call mine. Oh fuck! Yeah, I've asked the question, and I I wasn't I wasn't um, you wasn't ready. I wasn't. I will call mine. The Tempest, because it's right in front of me. The Tempest. What's around me. Or, no, no, no. I will call my... My band will be called Samuel L. Jackson Smoking Gun. Samuel L. (laughs) Jackson... Are you also looking at that in front of you, buddy, chance? Yes, I've got a Pulp Fiction poster in front of me. (laughs) Um, I think I'm just going to call mine... um, Frank Carter and his lovely mates. 
because I've got the Stroke <laughs> album. Because, his lovely mate. Frank Carter and his lovely mates. Well, it's because he, Frank Carter's in a band called Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. So it just in my head, Frank Carter and his lovely mates. Um, I've got the Strokes album, First Impressions of Earth in front of me, and I've got a vinyl pop figure of Tiny Rick. So we're going to have First Impressions of Tiny Rick, and that's my band name. How long do you want your concert to be? Oh, we're going to have like a three and a half hour, you know, massive, awesome time, you know. Okay. But it's still relative, you know, for a concert, that's still relatively short, sharp. It's in one day. Is, is it televised? Oh, I could be really sneaky right now. I could be a real arsehole. I mean, look, if you can get to where we're going to host it, and that's a good point. We haven't talked about where I'm going to host it. So no, we I'm, haven't. Absolutely. Would you like to host it? Uh, I'm going to host it. Oh, this is actually, this is going to be a really stupid idea. But that's fine we love stupid ideas in this show my, we just spent 20 minutes at my coming lo- up with at, at my lovely house share in Brighton I'm going to erect a stadium arena on a small scale in the garden oh, see I love yeah. that yeah because that also because that's like that's wicked that's really nice that is the sort of energy we want to bring you come to me motherfuckers that's <laughs> exactly. the sort of shit if you can that get I to like. me you can see it but I'm not hosting it like on TV and stuff you got to get to my nice. house Oh, so it's just <laughs> basically how many people we can fit in your house. Exactly. It'll be awesome. Right. Can you get people sort of like coming over in helicopters, looking down, trying to, trying to Maybe. catch the show you know, at any given you know, time? A bit of like a pirate feed, of, like a live feed of just on a fucking helicopter of like a really shit angle and everyone's going, wow, it's the best footage we've got. But also, don't <laughs> right, here's the thing though, don't announce it, don't announce that that's going to happen. People in Brighton are suddenly just going around their business on the day of it and suddenly here's, here's fucking half-head missing Kurt Cobain walking past and they're like, fuck, <laughs> what? Where, like, oh, they all seem to be going into this house. What Very would nice. what would half head missing Kurt Cobain sound like? Not 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 great. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Have you ever whistled into a pipe, Ethan? Like that, I would imagine. Yeah. So not every not time. You, every time you speak. That. Every time you speak to him, you make that noise. Yeah. Poor it's like, you know when you um you know when you got sort of a wine glass and you fill it up and you run your finger around the rim and it makes that noise. I imagine it would not be hugely dissimilar to He'd that. He'd probably get so annoyed by people putting their fingers in his drinks and running up to his head and just going. Remains. What is your pet of choice? Um, since I'll be in power and I have total control of the timeline, I'm sure I could, you know, magic in some, you know, wonderful, you know, timeline power, and you know, maybe give myself a Charmander from Pokemon. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Is Charmander your, is Charmander the best Pokemon? Is that your favourite? I think because you know, as they get us older and it evolves, you know, eventually it becomes a Charizard, and I can fly around on a Charizard. But you got to start from running, you know, since it's a little thing, you start with a Charmander, right? Okay, so my follow-up question is, is it just you that gets to have a Pokemon? No, so everyone can have a Pokemon if they want one, and, you know, we're going to allow that in, in my timeline. When you say everyone can have a Pokemon if they want one, is it like pet shops can sell Pokemon, they are readily available... Or is it like you are, you know, a bit like what's no. going on at the moment? You get a letter through being like, please come and collect your Pokemon if you would like to take up <laughs> your Pokemon offer. This is it, you know. I'm or are gonna... they out in the wild like the video games? Right, so you get a letter and you get a proposal. You reach a certain age and they say, right, you trust, but you're 10 years old, right? You can now have a Pokemon. You're 16, you get pissed and catch a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a riot passage. But they're also in the wild, right? So, you know. If you can, yeah, you've got to try and catch a Pokemon pissed. Pissed Pokemon's brilliant. I can't want to give that a go now. Sounds like a, that sounds Unfortunately, like a... we we can only do it on the Switch at the moment, though. <laughs> yeah, make do with what we've got, right? But if I'm in power, what can I say? Again, mm, again, anything Pokemon. can happen. 
So you, you were starting to explain something in there before we talked about pissed Pokemon. Uh, so everyone everyone can get it. They're out in the wild, yeah? Yeah, so you, can even, you, you get a letter through like, your front door when you're 10 years old, and they go, right, you can choose to be a Pokemon trainer, or you could just find it in the wild and go, you know what, screw it, I might just give Fire a Pokeball and give it a go, you know, if I catch it. <laughs> I may as well be a Pokemon trainer now. Oh, just going to give it a fucking go, you know. Just, <laughs> oh, love, I popped down the shops earlier. I've Pokeball fell out of my pocket, landed on a cat. I've got, we've got three of the cunts now. Um. Oh. <laughs> that wouldn't work with any other animal, though, would it? It's the only, it only works with Pokemon. Exactly. You go out and say, oh, there, there was a fox in the road. Po- Pokemon oh, and just, Basically, you're just throwing a ball at a fox, and then you just pissed a fox off, and it's going to come after you. Yeah. Yeah, the only other sort, of, the only other animal that does definitely have, uh, that definitely exists in a ball for the majority of its life, it's Pokemon and hamsters, and there's a tiny Venn diagram. Both live in balls. <laughs> Maybe we should like try, uh, like, just start a movement to convince newborn children that all these animals that they might see legitimately in the wild are Pokemon, and they are there to be caught. I'm not sure that's a good. I, mean, I just think I if, mean, if they fall for it, if they fall for it and it ends badly, I Darwin's. just think, yeah, yeah, it's just natural selection. Hey, look, look, Timmy, you see that bear over there? That's a Pokemon. Why don't you just go catch it? Yeah, not as a, not instead of, why the fuck is there a bear in this country? <laughs> <laughs> why is there a bear in Brighton Town Centre? <laughs> exactly. Or is it just uh, a guy just in a bear costume? I've come for the know. concert. <laughs> yeah, if he, if he comes for the concert, he's allowed to stay. That's exactly. the only rule. <laughs> I'm in the band. <laughs> we would like to know your face will, of course, be replaced. Uh, we'll be replacing the queens on money and stamps. But you get. We're going to give you one other bonus thing that we you would like your likeness on. What is it? So, I've had to think about this in my very short time mm. of you saying the question and. <laughs> I'm starting to realise I, I haven't decided in fact you know what <laughs> I, I'm not going to have it on anything I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to screw this question up completely and go you know what I'm going to take my face off everything so it's not on stamps it's not on, fu- it's not on money oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it I'm going to change it completely I'm going to change you have broken the game I broke I'm yes <laughs> I'm going to change it <laughs> So whatever the colour of it be, so so like stamps, you get second class stamps are blue and red first class stamps are red. I'm gonna change it. So there's the cover album of the relative Weezer album. So you've got the blue Weezer album on second class stamps. <laughs> you've got the red Weezer album on, you know, first class stamps. Uh for, you know, five pound note, you've got the turquoise album of Weezer. I do read I was a little bit at the start I was like, You aren't embracing this pro- like properly. The more and more we've gone on, I, I am finding an admiration for your sense of just, I'm just going to fill the country with shit I like. Yes. <laughs> Everything yeah, I can do, I'm so. just going to, you know what, I just want to put some stuff that I really like here. And I and like then, that. Yeah, this I, is it. Yeah. So, but yeah, get rid of my face. I don't want it. I, I look at my face enough, I'm bored of it. You know, I want people to look at Weezer <laughs> albums. <laughs> Look at my face enough. I'm bored of it. it. <laughs> how often? How how often every day do you look at your face, Ethan? You'll be surprised. I can't even give you a number anymore. It, it's, oh, just, it's just okay. there. You know, I can see it right now in in our lovely Zoom meeting. I, I can see it in the mirror yeah, across sure. the room. I can, you know, it's everywhere. You know, people look at my face and they tell me, oh, "Ethan, I've seen your face," and I'm just like, Ugh. You know, I bet, I bet, if you did a tally of all the times you clocked your own face. 
in a surface throughout the day, it would be a lot higher than you think it would. Oh, 100%. I reckon yeah, it would be. Oh, I agree. It's yeah. really, like really, really quite an really interesting high. sort of idea to do. Yeah, well, let's all do it, lads. Yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll add that onto our social media yeah. goings out. This is how many times we've done it. Ethan looked at himself 341 <laughs> times. Ethan looked at himself 492 times. And Connor looked at himself four times because he passed out that day. No, yeah, I think that's really nice. It's just it's just filling the country with stuff you like, making it your your sort of utopia. 100%. I mean, and, and if we have the technology at this point, which we do, um, if, when, you, when you rub the note, they say for a five pound note because it's the Turk, you know, Turquoise. They'll play a Turk, you know, one of the songs from the Turquoise album. Oh, it's just like a um, oh, that's what is nice. it? One of those, one it's like a scratch and sniff, but it plays and it plays a little ditty music instead. Yeah, like a card, but yeah, you yeah, could do that. Scratch and play, scratch and play. Oh, that's just a scratch card, isn't I it? I don't scratch know and play. how it's gonna work, but it <laughs> will. Scratch and play is just a scratch card, and it's what do people have to do when you walk into the room? Offer me an alcoholic beverage, please, preferably beer. <laughs> so is it so here's the thing with this now is they're now basically offering sacrifice that's what it is it's sort of that old ancient uh, uh you know thing it's like here my my liege here is the uh here's your beer Ethan, he who remains we have you a nice booze your swan <gasps> is booze your swan do you own is all booze... the booze <laughs> shit uh Yes, in in my ruling, I own all the yeah. booze. I have full control. I control the booze. Okay. So at any given time, so at any given time, you can knock on anyone else's door. Yeah, and just take and out the hand. Their like, right. is yours. <laughs> That's a you've got a half pint left of Guinness. I'm gonna take that off you, please. Uh, oh, you know. don't do that, you. Don't oh. drink. Don't you know? I'm not. I might not drink it. I might just know. take it for the for the. For the fun, you know, uh, it'd be funny. For the just pleasure, take it out of just hands. to pour it away in front of them. I'd just be like, "You see this? I own this, and just pour it." You know, watching them, just their face. Just that would in. be like the Queen on Christmas Day just eating a goose. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, "Fuck you, lot! You can't touch them." It would be like Liz sitting down with the fan. To be fair, that is the Christmas speech we all want to see. Liz just behind her desk, and then she just pulls out a swan's neck <laughs> and just rings it. <laughs> fucking hell. Neck. Oh, just doesn't even doesn't even defeather it. Just fucking clumps into it, just on the table. Yeah, like a like a vampire, she, just tuck I, it in. Uh, yeah. dribbling just for added, just for added vulgarity, she just puppeteers the head from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's nice. So you own all the beer. So at any given time, you can walk into any pub, uh, any 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 sort of alcohol dispensary, really. And be I like, think it's the best this, way to beat that, the system, that. you know, because I'm not going to put any tax or anything on it. Because I own it all. I'm, you know, there's no point me putting tax or anything on it. I'm just going to. I own it. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Now that's really stuff, that's okay. going to be very popular. So yeah. no more tax on booze. So suddenly Look, the price of booze. You can buy though, beer man. dirt cheap. I want people to have it dirt cheap. But if I come into your place and I say I want it in return, I expect it. You know, being the owner of all the alcohol. Ethan, obviously you are going to have your um, house share in Brighton. You can have that as your royal residency. But as a, as an offer, would you also like a pub? You can I have the pub next door? Can it be like the coolest? Yeah, pub absolutely. Ever? You, you, would you like? Uh, you can have a pub. You're gonna have a. I want like a proper dive bar. Well, next of course, door. the really nice thing that is, then you've got a venue to hold your <laughs> to host your concert in, haven't you? As well. 
But then it, I don't know, I suppose it could be like an extended garden. So the garden's like joined over, so you get the pub garden next to the gate, like my garden. But you could take down the gate, and then you, that's when you get the massive arena. So you wreck that fucking shit, and then you are. You've got a pub. Do you ever, see, you get pints on tap, like a festival, and you, you just, we've sussed it. This is it. All right. Now, lads, now, now, lads, this is what we should got to do as a team. Obviously, um, he who remains, you can take the lead on this. We're gonna, we've got to create a drink dedicated to our ruler. We've got to create a he who remains. What okay. is it? What is in yes. a he who remains? Oh, okay. Because I was gonna, I was trying to think of the name of the pub as well. Yeah, yeah, we'll we do that as well. But what is it? Let's create a signature what drink. The, what, what is, is in a he who remains? Because then let's well, fucking your... make them and get blasted on them. What is your? <laughs> That's quite nice. We'll do he who remains cocktail recipes. Okay, what is your? And it could, I, I suppose, it absolutely could be a beer because it sounds like beer might be your favourite. But if it was something a little bit more bouge, a little bit more upmarket, well, I'll tell you what, beer is my staple, but he who remains is like a special occasion, right? So mm. we will make a cocktail for this, you know, this scenario. So what's your favourite base then? What's the what's the what's the I base? It's not my favourite base, but like, he who remains is a testament. You know, it's kind of a bit sarky. You know, if you can drink this and still be, you know, running, remaining, you are he who remains. We're going to starve absinthe. If you can survive that, then you are he who remains. Oh, God. Fuck that. Right. Everyone's, yeah, <laughs> Everyone's seeking oblivion. Everyone's seeking oblivion. We'll put the recipe he out, though. We will put the recipe out, though, for you. So it's starting with absinthe. Oh. So I'm going to pass it on, you know, since we're a team here. Connor, what's your next ingredient? Oh, we all get to add an ingredient. Yeah. Okay. So absinthe. Well, I, I, I said it there. Sugar cube. Because I know that's going to take some of the bitterness out of the absinthe there. So we'll go melted sugar cube. Darren, okay. it's up to you. And half a pint of Baileys. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking cruel fuck. Half a pint of Baileys. Okay, we'll do one more round each, Eth. What have you got? Oh, we're adding to it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's only three ingredients. I mean, te- technically, it is now a technically a cocktail because a cocktail has to have three ingredients. So it is already a cocktail. But I think if it's all about if he who remains, it's like Ethan said, it's like if you can drink it and remain... This is the whole point of it. You're a winner. Okay. So absolutely, it's got to have more booze. So, so you get to add another one, then. Ethan. We're going tequila as well. <laughs> so you're adding tequila. What am I going to add? Um, so we got half a pint of Bailey's, absinthe, the sugar cube, tequila. I'm, I'm going to okay. I'm going to advocate for instead of a sh- you know like the classic salt or sugar rings on some cocktails. I want to do like chili powder around the rim instead. Oh my god, <laughs> this is not good. Uh-huh. You've literally made a he who remains. If you survive this, you're Guts fucked. Like, yeah. you don't. Darren, I'd like the to... pièce de résistance is up to you. What's the last ingredient? I would like to add a bounty, please. <laughs> <laughs> melted, unmelted, or just fully just, in there like a just flake? You flop it in, like Sam Jackson's <laughs> cock. You just flop it in. At the... <laughs> right, Sam, Sam Jackson smoking gun. You just flop it in. This poor drink. It started yeah, off as so is. much potential. It did. The end of the bounty is bitten off and you don't know who bit it. <laughs> Fantastic. What so does Brilliant. the bar, does does the you know, the bar person go around the like the pub for example and go you don't get know. A, gets you a don't random know. person. No no, we don't know, but the bar person does and they go, Right, excuse me, you need to bite this bounty. Who and said they bring it, it back? Who said Ethan, who said they're even in the pub? Don't know. Let's assume for this scenario. Let's assume. Let's just say, right, we're in a pub right now. Oh, like a he who remains, please. The guy goes, right, you all need to turn your back and close your eyes. I'm going to go get some arsehole to bite the bounty. And. <laughs> yep. Also, bite the bounty. also, 
you're 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 um you're putting it into a corner now. Who even said it has to be a human? Digitaling it. Yeah. Could be a big horse. I mean you're not getting a big horse as opposed to a small one, you know, called a pony, I guess. Um <laughs> you're getting you're getting you're uh, yeah. You're not getting much back from a bounty if you feed it to a horse, are you though? It's just gonna be a little drop. You won't even notice it. It barely even touches the sides. <laughs> little horse. Uh, little Ethan. horse. <laughs> little just writing myself notes. Little horse. Little just write myself horse. editing notes. Little horse. little horse. Well, Ethan, thank you ever so much for joining us here. We will of course uh, send your application into our higher ups, to our producers, to see if indeed you will be successful before we put it to the public vote again. However, in the meantime, how can people catch up with you? How can people find out about what you're doing? Where can people find you? At the moment, I haven't really got anything out at the moment. I'm still working on stuff. But if I figure out what I'm going to do, I'll let you guys know. and We can figure out where to post it. Fantastic. And of course, that might all change by the time this episode comes out, uh, Eve, so who, who knows? So if there's anything in the meantime, just constantly keep us updated and we'll, we'll pop that in down there and... Maybe some people will get to listen to some music that isn't just kazoo links in this show <laughs> that you've created. Oh my god. <laughs> Wouldn't be that amazing. be exciting? I know. Well, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. All that leaves Darren to say is... All rise for he who remains, Ethan Johnson. <laughs> have it another episode of all rise for all wrapped up quite a boozy music inducing musical boozy fun time it really actually does now we didn't say this in the show it really just does sound like he wants he wants to just be at a festival yeah he he remains wants to be remaining at a festival 24 7 does he just miss festivals yeah, is he just missing festivals? Is it just a product of the <laughs> the year, the years that we have had uh, recently? But no, there we have it, Ethan Joynton. What a fantastic episode he just gave us there. And you can check out the links in the description and find out if Ethan's got any projects that you can get involved in and take a listen to. Absolutely. And if you want to follow us, you will find all our social media in the episode description as well. Please go to our Facebook, go to our Instagram, go to our Twitter. If you want to send us something slightly more long form, please send us an email. Find us on your podcast app of choice and please do follow, like, rate, subscribe, yeah. tell people about the show. Tell people. If you tell it. everyone. Tell, tell yeah. your grandma. Yeah. Play it. Everywhere you play it in the car. Yeah. Go on big road trips and play it in all the cars. Yeah. You don't have to take your in. grandma to all of those, but um, But it would be it would be preferable. Yeah. We really want to get the grand demographic up. We do, we do, we do, we do. We're popular pop- really We're popular with mums and it'd be nice to be popular with nans. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely right. But thank you so much for listening to us. We will be back next week with a brand new candidate in the hot seat trying to win your hearts and minds. Darren, send us off. Bye, subjects. Bye. <laughs> No, I was just going to ask, is there any other rumour in which people might think you're a small horse?
That's only due to the size of his penis, though, Darren. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Just going to have to run out the door now and be like, shit, my room has been exposed. All Rise 4 is a Fool's Folly production. Fool's Folly are Connor Maud, Darren Hill, Ethan Joynson and Nicole Halsey. Music produced by Ethan Joynson, artwork by Ricky Looney and photography by Lewis Pett. If you like the show, tweet about it, Instagram or send a Facebook out. We'll talk about you in this part of the next show.